Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad, because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros and I am your host today. Thanks so much for finding some time in your busy day to spend with us. I know we all have a lot on our plate these days, so I'm always honored when someone finds some time to spend with me. I recently read an article on care.com. The article went like this. 39% of family caregivers have considered or purchased remote monitoring monitoring solutions to track their their loved one's health and well-being. It went on to say, with senior care facilities being virus hotspots during the pandemic, some seniors and their families prefer for them to live at home independently longer than they had anticipated. And that's going to be the discussion for today with Timothy Washburn. Timothy has been an RN for over 25 years, and today he is the Director of Health Technology Integration with Electronic Caregivers, which is a cutting-edge virtual healthcare solutions provider. Please help me in welcoming Timothy to the show Hey, Tim, welcome to the show today. Hey, Linda, thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to the discussion. Absolutely. You know, Tim, this is really, I think, very cutting edge, what you guys have in place and how you're delivering it. Now, before we go into what um, the services that you actually offer, tell me a little bit about your background and as a nurse, and then what drew you to electronic caregiver? Sure. So, I, I, like you mentioned, I've been an RN for over 25 years, getting closer to 30 now. And uh, it really, what drew me to electronic caregiver was historically I had taken care of patients, worked in ICUs and, and, and OR situations, eventually ended up managing clinics in, in a skilled nursing home at one time, doing a lot of different things, a lot of experience, a lot of places, but it was always the same sort of paradigm. There's only so many nurses and docs. How do we manage the burgeoning elderly population and and those at highest risk? So about uh, two and a half years ago, I had the opportunity to meet the CEO of Electronic Caregiver, Tony Dorman, and uh, we just kind of hit it off. You you know, they they hadn't at that time, Electronic Caregiver really developed a, a medical model. They certainly did personal emergency response, they were getting into that field of monitoring and having a more advanced systems with vitals monitoring and such. And Tony, and I just kind of had a meeting. He said, you know, you are the right guy. Um, can you come to my company and can you, with your experience, uh, help me get into the, the medical side of things, the clinical side of things, and help me build out the actual telecare model that we have today. And, and Linda, it's, it's a lot more advanced than when we last spoke. I'm always I'm always growing it because there's just so many gaps in care. And 
that's what electronic caregiver does, and that's why I went there, because we had the ability to leverage technology with a lot of experience working with folks at risk in their home, and we thought, uh, why not? Uh, we might mm-hmm. as well. We're good at it, and that's what we've been doing ever since I got there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tim, as you're describing this, I don't want the listeners to think, oh, this is just another I've fallen and can't get up oh. device. It's so much more <laughs> no. than that, isn't it? Yeah. Tell me a little bit yeah. about how, what, it, what the services offer and how you monitor this, their, their health and their, their vitals. Sure. So we, we have a few different products. So we don't we look at it as a three-dimensional matrix. There's products. We have our Premier, which has traditional uh, personal emergency response, but it adds things like the ability to do medication reminders through the device, the ability to have a family-facing app that allows you to see the weather at mom's house, um, the ability to have an advanced uh, uh, program so that should you hit the button, it's not we always roll rapid response or roll EMS. Instead, we have different action plans that allow us to really tailor that to the needs. We can do activity reminders. It's, an, it's a cell-enabled system. There's no internet. Uh, we have a panic button which pairs to that system so that even if you don't happen to have that handset with a cell chip inside it, mm-hmm. you can still push the button as long as you're within a few hundred feet and get help. So mm-hmm. our most basic system is far more than just personal emergency response. That's the easy part. All those other services we mentioned go on top. We even have the ability, most basic system, to add access to telemedicine. So for $10 a month, a a family, the patient, up to seven family members can have access to 24-7 doctor-on-demand sort of care. So it is personal emergency response, but we add pieces that make sense, and that's our most basic system. So the next system up, our pro-health, has a personal emergency response, does all of the same things, though it's not GPS enabled, but it adds the ability to monitor vital signs, even adds the ability to have a dedicated care coach that's part of the package as a whole. So it's not just about PERS. It's not even just about mom wants to monitor her weight, make sure that she, if she has heart failure, she's not getting herself in trouble. We can add all of those components around that care coach. We can automatically alert if the vitals are out of bounds or even if they don't take them. So there's a lot of work that goes around the products to make sure they're not just technology sitting on a counter, but instead are part of the care plan, the plan of care for that patient and the family. And then next year, we're going to be releasing Addison. She's a 3D virtual caregiver. As you can tell, we kind of add on services as we go up the product line that can do a lot of the things of ProHealth, but She'll actually have an AI-embedded computer so that she can watch you take your meds, verify it's the right med. She can watch your gait passively, make sure that if you start to have trouble with your gait or there's a change, we can notify the care team. She can show you how to do a rehab routine and then tell you how well you did it. Uh, and that's just a taste of it. But the, the mm-hmm. 3D virtual caregiver really is meant to be the camera and the voice and the interactive engagement uh, that goes along with all of that other stuff that I mentioned that's part of our Premier and then Pro Health system. So we're different because though PERS is important to us, it is by no means the only thing we do. At the same mm-hmm. time, we have a business where we can go into the clinical setting and we can support the doctor in managing remote patient monitoring 
chronic care management, a lot of the Medicare codes that are relevant to keeping folks at home safely. Again, PERS is a small piece of what we do, but we can run the entire gamut of the extra clinical care, everything from PERS to full-on working with doctors to manage those remote patient monitoring and other telecare codes that we've all seen used, especially during the pandemic, but the government is doing more and more of. Mm-hmm. You know, Tim, what you're what you're describing it, to me is rather mind blowing because yeah. you're not just working with the patient, you're not just working mm-hmm. with the patient and their family, you're working with the patient, the family, and the doctors. That is just mm-hmm. an amazing package there. So yep. when we even when, have the ability, mm-hmm. sorry, we even have the ability to work with uh, partner home care and home health. We very often see those are folks that want to do our business model because they're already in the home. So Mm -hmm. it's really this cool sort of we can have different business models and different services that we can go into a community and really kind of plug into the existing community resources. It's not about about us sort of taking over an area. It's about us working with what's there and just Mm -hmm. making sure the gaps in care are filled. So it's a pretty broad network, as you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so when when you're talking about getting into the community, um, what I want the listeners to understand as well is that there is a business opportunity here as well. So folks, if you know this sounds exciting and you see the the uh, the demand for it, uh, there is a business opportunity here. Um, so before we talk about the business can opportunity, Tim. Um, So before we start talking about the business opportunity, Tim, tell me a little bit about how the the demand has increased. Because as I mentioned early on, uh, the pandemic has probably changed the way that you deliver your products or increased the demand for it. Oh, yeah. The, The pandemic was really a bellwether for us. So because so many people had so much difficulty in getting to the doctor, a lot of our services, because they're delivered in the home, were just mm-hmm. a natural fit. So mm-hmm. what we saw from the pandemic was actually extreme business growth. Mm-hmm. Last year, we grew by over 76%. Wow. The year before that, it was 100%. And this year, we're already over 100% growth year to date. So, yeah. you know, telemonitoring, telecare, it matters, and it's what people need today. We've yeah, just grown exactly. immensely. Yeah, exactly. So tell, let's talk now a little bit about that business opportunity that I've been teasing people about. Um, <laughs> is, are you looking for someone who has experience in the healthcare industry? Not necessarily. I mean, ultimately, the people who are best at understanding telecare um, typically are folks who at least been involved. But it doesn't necessarily have to mean you're a, a nurse or a doctor. If you have an abiding interest in helping people, you are a go-getter and you want to build your own business without buying a franchise for hundred grand. Um, we are a really good fit for you typically. Pretty simple process, but ultimately it's mostly about where's your heart. And mm-hmm. that can be more about what you've lived than your credentials. So mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be. Uh, it can really be, it's really more about your your, your work effort. Mm-hmm. Business is yours. It's a really mm-hmm. different model. You're not buying a license from us. You're not buying a franchise. 
You get mm-hmm. to manage your business and be as successful as you want. And we're just there to support you. Marketing and website uh, advice, all of those kind of training, all of that stuff. If your heart's in the right place, you're going to love this business. Mm-hmm. And so if I don't have the training, but yes, I have had elderly parents and I know those, mm-hmm. the challenges around that. And what kind of training do you provide your new um, business owners? So we have, we have several different types. A lot of it is available via website. We have a lot of printed material. Um, you know, some of the training, it's kind of funny when you think about training for our MCP master care partner business on the private side, really the training is, do you know how to leverage your network? Do you know how to talk to people and tell them that compelling story about here's how we can help. Um, so it's, it's not advanced training about learning, you know, computer code. It's nothing like that. All of our technology, except for Addison, which is a little more advanced because, you know, it's a very sophisticated piece of equipment. But most of our technology, other than that, is very simple. Plug in and turn it on. The training mm-hmm. we give is focused on this is how the business works. This is how we help you build the network. This is some of the skills an entrepreneur needs. This is the business model, but all of that's provided via electronic or printed and or real-time live support. Every Mm -hmm. MCP has a dedicated account manager who's with them every step of the way to help them grow their business. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned that this is not really a franchise. Most franchises award territories. So how does that Mm -hmm. work with electronic caregiver? So we, we absolutely do have a policy on territory. It's it's not about exclusion. It's about if we have someone who wants to start a business in location A, we do want to make sure they're successful, and we will try to minimize having 17 people in the same location. So, you know, our business is about relationships. What we build as a business is relationships, both the MCP building relationships, but us with our MCPs. So we have a policy. We try to keep very close track of that. And, you know, really it's about playing nice in the sandbox and making sure we're supporting those who are effective. Mm -hmm. But we don't award formal territories. We don't exclude. It's about, you know, helping people and doing that as much as we can. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Tim, what you're describing to me sounds like it is a work-from-home model. Is that right? It really could be. You know, it's interesting as you think about building your business, one of the things that's important is that when you're figuring out how to build your network, get in touch with that senior community, get in touch with that church group, get in touch with even private individuals, and you're you're working on getting your ads out there. It is work from home in the sense that from home, but there's certainly a need to go out and really connect with those groups. Mm-hmm. You do both. Uh, But it's Mm -hmm. not a nine-to-five job where you show up at ECG office located in Phoenix. It's not like that. Uh, It really is your business on the private side. It's certainly not a brick and mortar. It's not a brick and mortar. No. No, no, not currently, though. We are toying around with a different business model uh, that I'm not ready to share yet that might have uh, something like that. But today Mm -hmm. it is not brick and mortar. Mm -hmm. And you could launch this business just yourself as owner-operator, right? Absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. They make some of the best MCPs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so when when um, territory launches, someone uh, decides to um, become a business owner with you. How do you help them launch that territory? Because you know the very first question that many ask is, how do I get my my how do I get business? How do I get leads? Is that something you help yeah, them? Yeah, it is. And there's so there's training on leveraging the network. You know, most folks know about 600 people and leveraging the folks you know and helping them understand how our technology can help them live safer. Each of those people that they know probably know 600 people. It's just math. So there's the concept of leveraging who you know, that's the best place to start. Mm -hmm. And then we train you and support you with different web type pages and other things that allow you to reach out beyond your own individual network. So it's really a combination of both. And that's where mm-hmm. the training comes in. That's, that's exactly what we're training on is how to leverage your network and, and build that out to be successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim, I need to take a quick commercial break, but I know that my listeners and me included, uh, I, we love stories. And I have a feeling that you might have some stories that you could share with us when we come back from break. Sure, I got a couple I think you'll find pretty interesting. Very good. Well, folks, we're going to take a real quick commercial break. We'll be back with more from Tim Washburn with Electronic Caregiver. Ready to update your tired old kitchen or bathroom? Then you need to call Gambone's Custom Home Improvements. Gambone's does all phases of remodeling, specializing in kitchen and bath remodels. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements is a company you can trust. Family owned and operated with an A-plus rating with a BBB. Call Gambone's today, 832-437-8898, or check them out on the web at GamboneCHI.com. That's GamboneCHI.com. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements, where you will get quality work at a quality price. Tune in every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help you take the next step in your relationship with Christ. Listen in to hear from others about their experiences of faith and the love of Christ. Call in to share your experiences at 347-989-1363. Learn more by going to toughtalkchristianradio.com. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come, contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. Hey, folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. Linda Ballesteros here, and we are talking about electronic caregiving, and that is certainly cutting edge for most of us, and we're here with Tim Washburn, and he's getting ready to share some some stories with us, Tim. I can hardly wait. Awesome. Well, I, I got a couple I think are pretty cool. I'll start with the one on the on the private side, which is most relevant as an example uh, to your listeners looking to own their own business. We had a a patient who had a diagnosis of seizure disorder, and she had our premier system. So that's really the the foundational um, basic system we have. And we have a a pendant that is a panic button that's, that's not attached to 
physically, but is connected through Bluetooth to mm-hmm. the to the uh, handset. So that's how you get help. So anyway, the 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 seizure patient uh, actually trained her dog that when there was a seizure for the dog to activate the panic button to get help. Mm-hmm. So what I didn't know at the time was that we actually had a patient, frankly, or a client who did that. And I got a uh, a request from the team saying, "Hey, we have a we have a client. Uh, she'd like a replacement pendant because the dog ate her pendant." Wow. When I found out why the dog ate her pendant, because mm-hmm. the dog actually activated uh, to get help for mm-hmm. this patient. So she trained her dog to use our system to get help. Pretty clever, Amazing. and uh, of course, uh, made a difference. We obviously sent a brand new pendant at no cost, and we offered to give the dog a home should the dog ever need one because that's just a really heartwarming story. Yeah, we have lots absolutely. of stories like that, but a dog saving a patient is a pretty, uh, mm. pretty unique one. I, I love telling it. I love that story. I really do. And then uh, on the clinical side, so you know, as I mentioned, I think earlier. We've expanded our business, and now now we can come alongside a physician or a clinic or even a hospital and really support them in managing chronic illness or other illnesses. We've done a lot of work with COVID-to-home programs, uh, for example. We had one, uh, one doc in particular who had just signed up to use our system for remote patient monitoring. It was two days in, and one of his patients, uh, he actually got a notification from our system that his heart rate was high. Now this patient happened to have another piece of technology we didn't provide that managed the actual heart rhythm. But the doctor got notified the heart rate was high, so he called the patient. Patient said, you know, I I don't feel good. And that patient ended up uh, going into AFib and it was in real danger of, uh, of, of having a horrible outcome. In fact, the other piece of equipment did not notify the doctor until two minutes after our equipment did. Wow. Doc gets on the phone with the patient, gets EMS there. Doc is talking to EMS saying, I want you to do this, that, and the other. Patient goes to the hospital. They give him some medicine to get him into the right heart rhythm. Four hours later, the patient's home. No bad outcomes, no big hospital bill, and the patient's back to baseline. Wow. I mean, it's a really incredible story. Without that, that patient would have been in a lot of trouble. Maybe even you know, and, and and even you know, AFib is something that you certainly don't want to mess around with. And two minutes sure. doesn't seem that long, oh. but it can be a but, long time in a crisis, yep. can't it? Oh, absolutely. And remember, even though we were monitoring this patient, and we knew that his heart rate was off, um, there was emergency response on top of that. So, so from the moment there was something wrong there was always somebody with that patient, at least remotely. Mm-hmm. And even even if you consider um, AFib as something that doesn't always kill you, mm-hmm. the reality is that AFib or any illness that brings you to the hospital, time is important. The longer yeah. you're in that rhythm, the less mm-hmm. likely you are to have a great outcome. No different than if you fall. The longer you're on the floor before somebody helps you, the worse the outcome tends to be. So the, mm-hmm. the idea of real-time or near-real-time intervention is critical. So it isn't always just the living or not. Sometimes it's the quality of life you save. And our system sure. really addresses get help when you need it. That's the point. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And you know, Tim, as you're talking, I'm I'm thinking this is great for the patient, but it also has to give a level of comfort to the family as well. Oh yeah, yeah. And if you think about it, no matter what system we're talking about, the reality is that if, like a lot of folks, your mom or dad live alone and you're uh, in another state. How do you keep an eye on mom or dad? How do you keep in touch? How do you know they're safe? You can't always be there. But the ability for mom or dad to get help immediately, that is a big deal. We we talk to folks all the time, and they'll say, well, you know what? Mom lives with my sister, and uh, my sister takes care of her. But, you know, the sister may well have to work. Yeah. Uh, the sister can't be with mom 24-7. Mm-hmm. Our system start at $40 a month, and at $40 a month, your mom never has to be effectively alone. And right. even though you may have a family a caregiver, a loved one, or even a home health aide or a home nurse, unless they're there 24-7, there are moments they're at risk. It takes less than two seconds to fall yeah. and break your neck or yeah. break something that ends up causing problems later. So sure. it's cheap insurance, and uh, it's definitely good. It's good for everybody. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Tim, we're down to the end of the show. Um, If someone is listening and they want to know more about the service or maybe they want to know more about that business opportunity, where would they go to find out that information? So we have a toll-free number, um, and I'm going to read that to you here. Hold on just one second. It's one eight three 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 two and it's extension four. Very and good. of course, you can reach me by email at uh, my name T is in Timothy Washburn T Washburn at ecg hqcom and what website would they go to, Tim, if they wanted more information than that? So if you go to electroniccaregiver.com, um, you'll be able to read all about us. Wonderful. So, Tim, we're down to those final questions here. And I know these questions are specific to franchising, but um, let's, just, um, let's just address those for your business sure. opportunity. So the first question is, if there is someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise or a business opportunity, what would you suggest that they do to prepare for the process? Yeah, you know, there's there's not an awful lot here in the sense of you got to go get a building or, or get a um, get a bunch of staff or anything like that. Pretty straightforward. Um, just make sure that you're into it. I'd look at the website. Um, and then I call that number, and you can talk to one of our folks who can walk you through the steps. We've done this for a long time, so we know exactly what we need and how to do it, and uh, it's pretty straightforward. Not a lot of prep. You just got to mm-hmm. decide you want to be your own boss, and you yeah. want to have a business that doesn't cost you a bunch of money up front that is focused on helping people people stay in their home longer and safer. Mm-hmm. Pretty easy lift. <laughs> Most mm-hmm. people would say they would love to do that. Yeah, and after the pandemic, I think more and more people are looking at 
other, uh, other ways to make money, whether that's franchising or a business opportunity. I think people are ready to have their own business and be more independent, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Nothing like being your own boss. Mm-hmm. And granted, you know, you, you make the money you make based on your business, but at least you have control of that. So you're not reporting to somebody else, you're reporting to you. The really cool thing is with our model, you're not spending anything up front. Matter of fact, we invest time and in training, uh, helping you build a website. We'll actually help you build your own landing page on the web. We do all of that because we know that when you're successful, our mission is meant. Our mission is to help folks, and uh, that that's what we do every day. So it, it's it, it's not your traditional franchise really at all. Mm-hmm. So the next question here, and I think you may have mentioned a little bit about this in the interview, but what are two traits that make a successful business owner? Well, the, I mean, I mean, the first and foremost is commitment to success. Right. So if you want to be your own business owner, then you have to commit to be successful. That means uh, there's sales involved in this, though really it's more about the story of how we help. It's still a form of sale. So you have to be comfortable with that. You have to be able to meet people where they are, at least in terms of uh, their, their mental status and their educational status. But that drive to succeed is the most important. And then the second one is really hard work. You know, you're going to get told no sometimes. All businesses get told no sometimes. So really just having that roll up your sleeves, get it done, uh, and just commit to helping people and and do your thing. It's it's really the two most important things you can focus on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So the final question here is, what does the future of franchising or business opportunities look like for you? Uh, well, you know, for us, we, we have so many business opportunities. We have everything from the more traditional you own your own business and you're selling privately to working with us to help bring in healthcare systems on the clinical reimburse side, which is it was my big focus within the business. So really the future is, is kind of like it is now. We're going to have more products and more services. We're going to have more opportunity, but some things won't change. We're not going to have a big upfront fee. We don't sell franchise licenses. We're not in the business of making money at the front end just to allow you to own your own business, not who we are at all. We don't believe in it. Uh, Otherwise, it's just continuing to expand and see the success we've seen really, uh, especially in the last year, that's just been incredible. Yeah. Tim, one more time, what is the website where someone can go to find out more information about both the services or that business opportunity? Uh, That would be electroniccaregiver.com. Perfect. Tim, thanks so much for being on the show today and sharing Electronic Caregiver's unique approach to helping the elderly and also to provide business opportunities out there for people that are looking for it. So I really appreciate you being on the show today. Well, thank you for having me. And uh, to all your listeners, if you don't want to spend a hundred grand up front, but still want to be your own boss, we're one of the few places you can do that and reach out to us. We'd love to talk with you. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Tim. Thank you, Linda. You have a great day. 
You too, Neil. So, folks, you know, this, one of the reasons that I wanted to spotlight uh, Electronic Caregiver is to just let you know that there are the franchise business model isn't cookie cutter. It's not cookie cutter when it comes to industry. It is not cookie cutter when it comes to those business opportunities. So keep that in mind. It's not burgers and fries, and it is very different. So keep that in mind. Electronic Caregiver is certainly one of those models that uh, fits that bill. As always, I'm going to leave you with a quote. It's a quote by Daniel Bell. It goes like this. Technology, like art, is a soaring exercise of human imagination and our ever-changing needs. That is exactly what an electronic caregiver is. It is an art, and it is an exercise of the human imagination taking care of what our growing needs are. Folks, thanks so much for joining me on All Things Franchising, and I'll see you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today. And be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.